Hello and welcome to this um, December 13th, 2022 edition of Big Zone El Cabra Sports. I am your host, Big Zone, today. Um, here was some sad news today. You know, this is the only reason I jumped on. I wasn't planning on jumping on today and discussing anything. But Mike Leach, head coach of the Mississippi State University Bulldogs, prior coach of the Washington State University Cougars and Texas Tech University Red Raiders, passed away um, today at the age of 61. Had a heart attack uh, apparently this past weekend. The, the details aren't very clear. Uh, I, I don't know where it happened. I don't know if it was at his house or at the practice, but he had been at – practice on Saturday preparing his team for um for their bowl game and then at some point this weekend suffered a heart attack apparently didn't get medical attention for 10 to 15 minutes and held on held on till today till Tuesday um that really sucks Mike Mike Leach was one of the one of my one of my favorite coaches, um, you know, there's a couple that I, that I look at and I, I I like their philosophy and stuff. And Mike Leach, I liked his his uh, unapologetic style. He just he did things his way. Um, this is a guy who unabashedly uh, loved pirates. He was all about pirates. Is one of his uh, sayings was "Swing your sword." As a matter of fact, he has a book called "Swing Your Sword." I remember reading that book. Um, I wasn't a big I wasn't a big book reader when it came to like biographies or autobiographies and stuff uh, until about a decade ago. Maybe maybe a little, yeah, maybe a little less. I don't remember. I don't. I don't. Honestly, I don't remember when the book came out. But I remember reading the book. Um, it was one of the first coach biography type books that I read. And um, he came across, like I said, just I'm going to do things my way and they will fall where they will um, to the point where, you know, well, keep in mind, this guy is a, he's a BYU graduate from the eighties. Um, then he got a law degree from if I believe it was Pepperdine, if I'm not mistaken. Let me, let me look at that real quick. I'm pretty sure it was Pepperdine that he got his lot. Yeah, from Pepperdine. So when he was at BYU, he'd sit in on film room sessions. This was 1980s, so they threw the ball around a lot, something that was not done in the 80s. Um, Coach Lavelle Edwards and Norm Chow were like offensive innovators back then. And then, you know, um, you know, they had quarterbacks, Robbie Bosco, Jim McMahon, Steve Young, uh, Mark Wilson, I believe, went there. So he got to sit on a lot of, like, these offensive minds, offensive geniuses. Yeah. And um, he went and got a J.D. Pepperdine. Instead of practicing law, he said, no, I want to go. He went to the U.S. Sports Academy, 
in Daphne, Alabama, and he got his Master of Sports Science in Sports Coaching in 1988. So one of the things I remember reading from his book was that, and I don't, I don't remember if it was at Iowa Wesleyan, the first job that he took that paid him something, because he was at Cal Poly, College of the Desert, Poor Bears. Then he became an offensive coordinator at Iowa Wesleyan. And then Valdosta State, and then Hal Mummy at Kentucky, and then they went forward. But I think I think Hal Mummy was at Iowa Wesleyan when he went there, and he told his wife. Um, she asked, "Well, how, how much are they going to pay?" He said three thousand dollars, and she's like, "Oh, you know, I can pick up a second job or whatever." He goes, "No, no, no, it's three thousand dollars a year." And his wife, God bless her saw the dream and said, yes, we're doing this and we're going to make it happen. So we went from there to, I think he was Tim Couch's coach when, when well, when Hell Mummy was in Kentucky, I think he was there along with Tim Couch, if I'm not, I, I may be off on the years, I don't remember, but they they started lighting everybody up, you know, the air raid offense that Hell Mummy made popular. Ends up at Oklahoma one year. Oklahoma was almost dead last in the Big 12, and he took him to first in the Big 12 in offense. Um, then he gets hired by Texas Tech. And the Texas Tech thing, interestingly enough, you know, uh, if you follow college football at all or, or, you know, tangentially, you know about Mike Leach, you know about him from Texas Tech, not because of what he did on the field, but you but because of his firing there. He got fired there. Um, because of how he treated Adam James. Adam James. He was, a, I believe, a wide receiver. Um, Adam James' dad is Craig James. Uh, and he was trying to put pressure on Texas Tech to make Mike Leach play his son more. Well, Mike Leach said, well, he's lazy. So Adam James gets a concussion. Um, Mike Leach tells the assistants, just get him, get him out of the light. So what they do with him, they put him in a like a training room or a closet or something. Put him in a closet. Um, or equipment room. Something to that effect. Well, school officials, according to the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, gave Leach an ultimatum to apologize. Adam James in writing by December 28th or Leach would be suspended. Now, I don't know. You want to talk about a kid who was coddled? This was, I mean, this is stupid. In 2008, Texas Tech had beaten the number one ranked team in the country at one point. They beat Texas on a touchdown from, I believe, Graham Harrell to Michael Crabtree, if I'm not mistaken. Um, towards, towards the end of the game, it was an awesome game. I still remember that game. It was like the last second, last two seconds touchdown. It was it was a good game. Um, and in 2009, well, they said they were going to renegotiate his contract. And they hadn't renegotiated it, apparently, until then. So you got a coach who was a hero in 2008. In 2009, you're telling him to apologize to a player. Yeah, so, no. Um, Leach said that, you know, he thought 
Well, okay, let's put it this way. So he doesn't apologize. He gets suspended. Um, he and his attorneys go and seek an injunction to allow him to, to coach the bowl game. And they um, literally, literally minutes before they were going to appear in a Lubbock court, Texas Tech hands his, uh, his attorney a termination letter. So it really didn't matter. He was fired already. Okay. Um, of course, Texas Tech came out and said, no, there was more that came to light, but they didn't elaborate. Of course not, because nothing else came to light. Leach uh, thought that the firing was in part due to the negotiations, the contract negotiations. They weren't getting anywhere. Okay. So what did Leach do? Um, he sued Texas Tech in January of 2010. And I'm, I'm reading some various articles here, so just bear with me. During a deposition um, by the uh, obtained by the Lubbock Avalanche Journal, Adam James admitted under oath that he found the closet incident funny. So it wasn't, it wasn't even a big deal to him. His dad, his more his daddy was mad. Daddy was mad. Daddy Craig James, who was part of the SMU scandals in the 80s, along with Eric Dickerson, that led to SMU eventually getting the, the death penalty in football. Pathetic, Craig James, pathetic. There's a reason you don't work at ESPN anymore. Just saying, you know. So, um, so the case was dismissed on grounds of sovereign immunity where you can't sue the government for certain things. The Texas Tech being a governmental entity um, couldn't sue. But there was one claim that was left open, breach of contract. So the, the judge, Bill Souter, found that um, Texas Tech waived its immunity on this claim by the way it conducted itself. Well, um, the Seventh Court of Appeals ruled that Tech was immune from a religious claim of breach of contract. They could claim non-monetary reparations, and they went to the Texas Supreme Court and were denied there. So a Texas Tech's attorney comes out and says, as we've stated from the beginning, we were right in the law and the facts, and the Texas Supreme Court has just held that we were correct on the law. No, they didn't. They said you were immune from being sued. They didn't say you were right in any way. So I'm saying this because I think a lot of people who knew about Mike Leach and don't, well, don't really follow him but knew about him Knew about him because of this. And it's like, yeah, but he got fired. And, you know, he tried to sue and he lost. He didn't lose. Okay. The case was never heard because of sovereign immunity. So Texas Tech attorney Dickie Gregg, I mean, he had to spin it, I guess, right? As you said from the beginning, we were right in the law and the facts. And the Texas Supreme Court just held we were correct in law. No, they didn't. They didn't. You weren't correct in the law in firing him. He just couldn't sue you for being fired. You know, if this was if this was a private entity, had this been Craig James's school, SMU, he could have sued them. They're not. They're not a public entity, so they 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 can't claim sovereign immunity. All right. So to all you out there who are wondering, you know, you know, tech of Mike Leach. This is the guy who got fired for XYZ and he lost his came. No, Mike Leach. Mike Leach was quirky, very intelligent, 
um, did things his way. And no, they, Texas Tech painted him in a bad light. And I want to clear that up right now because he has passed away. And Texas Tech will probably not release anything saying, you know, we're sorry for him passing away um, because they're not going to admit that they're sorry or they're not. But I want to make that clear to everybody listening, watching this YouTube, is that he he was not what Texas Tech said he was. He was not that. He was a guy who worked his, his butt off. Um, again, he had a JD. And then he decided instead to get into coaching and when he you know, finishes his master's in coaching, what have you, what was it called? Uh, sports master of sports science and sports coach finishes that gets a job at three thousand dollars a year to start essentially he and his wife bet on themselves they bet on him themselves and he won the bet they won the bet he ended up being a really good coach um so if you know about mike leach just through the lens of the texas tech firing incident you don't know anything about mike leach do i know him personally no but that was not who he was Find other reports. Find any other reports out there that say Mike Leach did, you know, was a horrible guy, horrible coach, or whatever. I think five days ago, uh, someone at Mississippi State entered the transfer transfer portal and talked trash about Mike Leach um, as a running back. Apparently, Leach said something effective. You know what? You know, you don't want to work hard enough. You don't have to be here. Um, State University. Back transfer portal. Yeah. Uh, Dylan Johnson was his name. And this was last week, I believe the end of last week, December 7th. So something, something I guess, middle of last week. He said, with that being said, since I'm not very tough and Leach is glad I'm leaving, I'll be enter entering my name in the transfer portal, blah, blah, blah. You know, Mr. Dylan Johnson, I believe you owe Mike Leach an apology because if he told you you weren't very tough or what have you, he was he was probably telling you the truth. Mike Leach just didn't he didn't hide things from people. I mean, he's coached enough enough players throughout his career that he knows when people are tough and when they're not. Um, and he's something in you. And you just you weren't tough enough to play for him, and it just is what it is. You don't have to like it, but you know all you, the, you know this whole thing of kids thinking you know they need to be coddled to, and, uh, and you know for crying out Texas Tech telling Leach to apologize to a player. Sorry, man. No, that that that's just that's not it. That's not it. Leach went on to coach um, Washington State. Um, and his first couple years, I guess his first year was was pretty bad. Three and nine overall, not not very good. Um, and at that point, you keep in mind he had gone to Coach Washington State. And he had this baggage from Texas Tech, right? So Adam James made this claim, and Texas Tech bent over backwards to to make that claim stick at Washington state, the first season he was there, 
receiver Marcus Wilson quit the team citing physical, emotional, and verbal abuse for the coaching staff. Now, the Washington State Athletic Department and the Pac-12 Conference investigated this and found that the allegations were made without merit. And then Wilson later recanted the allegations. Now, this is the thing. This is the thing. When you have something like the Adam James incident happen, and you have other kids seeing this, and you don't, you may, maybe, maybe the coaching staff was tough on you. Maybe you weren't playing hard enough the prior year, year before, what have you. Um, and he shows up and says, "You need to toughen up." And now a kid quits, citing physical, emotional, verbal abuse, thinking, you know, Adam James got away with it and got a coach fired. Maybe I'll get this guy fired. That's what happens. Trying, trying to run his name through the mud, you know? No. He ended up, he ended up being a good, a good, good coach. He's a good coach. And again, just as far as I'm concerned, um, he did things his way. He did things his way. I love his quirkiness. I love his you know, whatever attitude, I'm just going to go out and coach how I can. And whatever happens, happens. We'll move forward from there. Um, I love that he bet on himself. I'm thinking of myself. I have a JD. And I'm not I'm not young like he was when he started, you know, when he said, no, I'm going to go ahead and just start coaching instead. Um, you know, but... It's pretty cool to see that someone gets a JD and decides, you know what? No, I don't want to do this. I want to coach. So, Mike Leach, uh, overall record was 158 and 107. All right, 158 and 107. So, so yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So, yeah. Um, family man, married, had a few kids. Um, he's going to be missed. He is going to be missed. Four, four children, three grandchildren. Yeah. I said earlier that he admired Pirates. This was a quote from him where he admired the teamwork exhibited by Pirates. He said, Pirates function as a team. There were a lot of castes and classes in England at the time, but with Pirates, it didn't matter if you were black, white, rich, or poor. The object was to get a treasure. If the captain did a bad job, he could just overthrow him. That was Mike Leach. That was Mike Leach in a nutshell. Um, Hilarious guy. Um, yeah. So he grew up Mormon. So I was going to say, the kind of guy I'd like to have a beer with. He probably didn't drink beer. Maybe he did. Maybe he was one of the Mormons who stopped practicing. I don't know. But at the end of the day, I just want to express um, my sincere condolences to anyone who is hurting right now for him. Um, he had his wife, his kids, his grandkids, um, friends, his players, anyone who knew him. I did not know him. I wish I had, uh, and I've said this many times in the past. 
I've always wanted to shake Mike Leach's hand and just pick his brain a little bit. Now we'll be able to. Mike Leach, in memoriam, passed away December 13, 2022, at the age of 61. May rest in peace, Coach Leach. Signing off from Big Zo and the Cabra Sports Talk. I've been Big Zo. Everyone have yourselves a blessed rest of your day.